0: welcome back tributes to episode 77 of into the arena i'm holly i'm emily and i'm really nervous to be recording tonight (laughs) because here we are we've entered a new year it's 2024 and i feel like this is like a new season of into the arena we're starting fresh It's a new year. We have a play to look forward to. We have a book. The Hunger Games Mm -hmm. Illustrated Edition is coming out. And so we have a lot to look forward to. So even though the year of ballot is over, we still have so much to talk about And so stay tuned. Thank you for everyone who's joined us and welcome to those who may be new. We have some exciting things coming your way. One of those things is Trippy Talk. It's no longer going to be on Thursdays. We're just taking a break for now and we're coming back. So stay tuned for updates on when that's going to be on our Instagram and our social media. We were kind of
1: thinking because the DVD is coming out this week for Ballad, and we've seen the movie both in theaters and we've watched it at home that we should continue our series on our five favorite scenes from the films and talk about ballad.
0: Like how many times have you been
1: to see it in theaters? I made it to eight, I think. Okay. I was hoping to make it to 10, but it just mm-hmm. didn't happen. Eight after that one, I felt good about it and... Mm-hmm. I thought maybe I'd go see it one more time before it was out of theaters completely but now I have it at home and Mm -hmm. I really enjoy watching it on my phone like right up against my face. (laughs) I I, don't know about you but I, I love it
0: that way. I love to watch it during like my breaks at work like during my lunch I'll go and watch it or it was just so cool to be able to go to the theater the other day to like witness it again and like take notes in my head like which scenes really stick out to me and then oh get to saw go it home in theater
1: right before recording this mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> I feel like that's
0: I, an unfair advantage yeah <laughs> like way. I kind of is because I guess my thing was I saw it 12 times in theaters up until like January it was like a month ago when I last saw it in theaters and then like this past week we knew we were recording this and I was like it's still in theaters and it was an evening showing this week so I went and it was my kind of like final showing my grand finale encore and I'm really sad that I can't see it in theaters anymore but I love having it at home like you said but I think Brian we need to shout oh, out gosh. Brian. 23
1: times? 28 <laughs> yeah. times?
0: Like, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> like, shout out to Brian. Like, seriously. Panama archives, yeah. <laughs> but let's dive in. We usually do it where we start from our fifth favorite scene and work our way up. So I feel like I want you to go first because I know you were struggling. You had a I top had... six. Okay, well, I had 15. First,
1: I did a first pass through, you know, and I was watching the movie and I just wrote down every single scene that kind of, you know, that I I enjoy or stood out to me. And Mm -hmm. I had 15. So then I had to kind of come up with a, a system or something to par it down to only five because that's way too many. And I chose the ones that had, for the most part, powerful music and acting. It had to have kind of both of those things. And if there was only one small element to it that I liked, then I I took it off the list. I'm a little worried we're gonna have more overlap on this episode than we have in previous episodes where we did our favorite scenes because I feel like we've been pretty different in the other movies. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple that overlap, but I think in this one we're we're probably gonna have more, is is how I feel. <laughs> let's see. Drum roll, let's hear your number five my number five is when lucy gray and snow first meet at the train station
0: welcome to the capital
1: when i was little my mama used to bathe me in buttermilk and rose petals Tastes like bedtime.
0: You look like you shouldn't be here. Well, I shouldn't, but I'm your mentor. A rebel. So, what makes you love this scene? It's
1: very similar to the book. I Mm -hmm. feel like it definitely comes to life like how I imagined it. I mean, better because, you know, I'm terrible at actually visualizing things when reading, but. Me too. The way they deliver the lines is really good. And. Especially that line about the bathe me in buttermilk and rose petals. Mm -hmm. I just did not know how they could translate that line to not be overly cringy or or corny or cheesy. And Rachel just delivers that line so well. And it's word for word from the book. So props
0: to her in
1: that Mm -hmm.
0: scene. Her accent is just amazing, too like Mm -hmm. I think it sounds so great she did an amazing job with that and like you said it was just so awkward in the books and there was no way that I could see it and I was really nervous even watching it for the first time seeing the audience reaction Mm -hmm. Um, but like when no one reacted very weird to it I felt like okay so she did an amazing job it's really that whole sequence
1: for me too from good luck with that gorgeous that's a really good line he is talking to the peacekeepers and he's like i'd like to escort my tribute jumps into the truck and then i love the music in that scene bobbin is like running away Mm -hmm. and he makes that split second decision to jump into the truck and then all the tributes are like At his throat, basically, this kid just delightful. I just like it cracks me up. So I think that whole moment from the end of his and Tigress's scene to Reaper starts going at him, like that. That whole sequence is great
0: Mm -hmm. to me. I think Tom does an amazing job. Like you said, I feel like that was my favorite part of the trailer was him being so awkward and just he did such an amazing job of like portraying what's. Corio's thoughts were on Tom's face. Another
1: thing I love about the translation, when I was envisioning the scene in the book, it seemed like Snow was kind of hiding a little bit more. On the train station Like he didn't want the peacekeepers to see That he was there At least that's the impression that I had of the scene But I kind of love when you see it in the movie And he just has this audacity about him Like these tributes are coming And he's just standing there Like it doesn't matter Like he can go anywhere he wants to
0: Mm -hmm. As a capital kid And I just like seeing that visually He just did an incredible job I think that's one of my favorite performances of Tom Was during that train sequence For sure
1: Okay, so what is your number five from Ballad?
0: My number five is the final scene before the end of part one where Corio goes to visit Lucy Gray at the zoo. Thank you for taking care of me. I can't let
1: you die. You saved me. You saved me, Lucy Gray. I'm sorry more hopeful during the daytime but when it gets dark it's, it's okay
0: it's okay i am gonna get you out of here i promise i just love this interaction between tom and rachel i think their acting and their chemistry is just so amazing and like it's my snowbeard moment like that's my downfall is that's my snowbeard <laughs> moment <laughs> And um, what I love is the score in this moment. Mm -hmm. Ideas Firing has to be my favorite song from the score. I think the piano is just so beautiful. It's playing in my head right now. It's so, it's like whimsical. Like when I'm in the theater and that score is playing, I think it's incredible. And then when he's like, we're going to win this together You just feel that. I think he did such an incredible job Mm -hmm. acting and just hearing the behind the scenes, Rachel talking about that being one of the hardest days for her. Just she was having a hard day. And then they went and they filmed that in the middle of the night. And she was really like playing off of those emotions that she had. She did an incredible job as well. So I just love that scene.
1: Yeah, I agree with all of that. I think. What holds me back on that scene, I mean, you know, probably what I'm going to say is the fact that they don't kiss in that scene and that bothers me. So it's hard Mm -hmm. for me to rank that in my top scenes because I think about what I feel like should have been, could have been Mm -hmm. in that scene. But I do agree with all of your points. I love the music. I think their acting is really good. Yeah, it's a good scene. Okay,
0: scene number
1: four. Scene number four. I really love Gull's introduction speech mm. in at the Academy, but starting with, I think, Sejanus's line, the music starts and Sejanus leans over to Snow. Hey, listen, I know you had high hopes for today, but there's not gonna be a prize. And then Dr. Gull's introduction. How tantalizing to see all your shining young faces on this auspicious day. I am Dr. Volumnia Gall, your humble head game maker in charge of the War Department and all its affiliated concerns. I've broken free of my laboratory today to examine you, the leaders of the next generation. Her speech is so creepy. She's so good, Viola Davis. Um, and then I love the kind of creepy, unhinged music in in the background of that
0: scene too. Yeah. I just I, love the vibes. I think that's so funny because I don't know where I ranked it. It was an honorable mention of mine when Dean Highbottom starts introducing the reaping because mm. I didn't love that part before it. Like, oh, I, specifically... I don't love the part after it. So I cut <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and when I cut high bottom off. starts. That's where I don't like it. <laughs> I I only don't like the part where he says the cheating thing. Like, if anyone is caught cheating, I'm like, <laughs> <It just ruins laughs> why did me? you say I that? <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing. But the reason why that's an honorable mention is because. I have Assigning the Mentors, which is my second favorite song on the score. I don't like the Dr. part. I don't part. like the actually assigning the mentors, though. I love that part. I don't it's know. Like, I think it's, it's kind just of
1: camp. Yeah, I, I think Dean Highbottom is very campy and like it's not for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's how I feel about Dr. Gall. It's like I love Viola Davis and like I totally respect the scene and I think she does an incredible job but it's just not something that sticks out to me like I think it's just the other part that sticks out to me but it's so funny oh, that you and what? I are just like the opposite left my laboratory today to examine you <laughs> you you are Dr. Uh, Gall it's so good I love it okay well my number four is when lucy gray sings the old there before and not the whole end sequence but i would say from choral i can't have killed them all for nothing in that sequence on to lucy gray singing the old there before you're headed for heaven sweet old here and i've
1: got one foot in the door before i can fly i've loose ends to tie breath
0: right in the old day before mm-hmm. i just love the song not like the chanting get her out but the song like this from the score get her out i really like i just get chills i didn't really love it the first time i watched it it wasn't like mm, yeah i, I remember was obsessed that. with it that was another scene where i didn't know how they were gonna transfer that from the page and so seeing it I wasn't like amazed by it but I think watching it over time and like listening to the score it's become a lot more powerful for me and I think it's like this all powerful scene and we're seeing Lucy Gray as this victor that she gets to be in these moments and i love that victor (laughs) (laughs) i know we need to talk we need to talk about um the iconic moments and the iconic little quotes throughout there's so many well so my number
1: three is the old there before so i'm right there with you and i agree where it starts from that line that coral has I can't have killed them all for nothing. nothing. Mm -hmm. I love everything that she does in that scene. Mm -hmm. The way that she's scooting back on the rubble and the snakes are coming at her. Just the way that she softly starts singing and then it turns into full-blown masterpiece. And I always loved that song in the book. It was one of my most anticipated scenes and I really feel like it did it justice and mm-hmm. more it's not cheesy at all to me and then I love you know I love a Dr. Gall moment so I love when Dr. Gall is watching and she's just like <laughs> looking at the screen like what the heck like what yeah. gives and then when she puts up her hand
0: you know mm-hmm. I love that get her out in the heavy <laughs> German accent <laughs> What you pointed out to me and I can never unhear.
1: Someone pointed it out to me and I didn't hear it the first time. Maybe Mm -hmm. even the first couple of times that I saw it. Somebody ruined it. So I I think think Chase. I think it was Chase.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was so fun. But
1: yeah, it's that's such a good scene. It's so powerful. I love a good musical moment.
0: My number three was actually a scene that we got to see before the movie came out. It was the bloodbath. Uh, Jessup. Jessup. Friend. I'm going off of my initial emotions for how I felt based off of the first time I saw it. Because out of the whole movie, that was the most impactful scene. Like, I felt sick to my stomach watching that. And I don't want to sound like an awful human, but I don't feel sick to my stomach watching The Hunger Games. Like, seeing just how how extremely raw and like vulnerable every single person was there the action was just so well choreographed to make it look like they didn't know like no one knew what they were doing everyone was just swinging around at each other i thought that that was just absolutely incredible and to know that that was one of the first if not the first scene rachel shot Mm -hmm. really cool which probably added to that the
1: sense of like where am I going what am I doing urgency (laughs) yeah definitely I love that moment from her at the very beginning where it hasn't counted down to zero yet but she is freaking out you can see her panic setting in and then she like looks down and like takes a second to like okay no I need to breathe like I I need to prepare myself for this because i i gotta go as soon mm. as this gets started and i totally yeah. agree it's so much harder to watch and it feels so much more brutal than the other films it's definitely an honorable mention of mine i almost put in my top five even the beginning of them getting ready for the games i think that's one of my favorite high bottom lines where he's like you might want to find your friend a seat near the door mm-hmm. that whole sequence and then lucky flickerman you know sit down sit down sit down happy hunger games happy hunger games like
0: <laughs> yes and it's so good yeah the countdown with like the hand gesture i don't know what he does He says like the Boar. Boar. <laughs> Oh yeah he does I, I, doing don't, like... I don't i don't know what he does but he does
1: something <laughs> it was so natural everything he does part two honestly the games is top tier that the whole thing really <laughs> the majority of my mm-hmm. favorite scenes of like my list of 15 were in part two followed by part one and almost nothing in part three so
0: <laughs> mine are pretty even I have two in part three two in part two and one in part one
1: part one part one part
0: two part two part three. Oh, so let's hear your runner up for favorite ballad scene my number two is
1: well the scene pick is not going to surprise anyone because i've talked about it a million times before but reaper and the flag it's not number one it's not number one it's not wow. it, it could not be after my thorough reanalysis. <laughs> wow He just tore down the flag. I think Reaper, oh my gosh. When he finds Dill and his cries, his shouts at the beginning, it's gut-wrenching. I love mm-hmm. it. It's so cinematic. It's so good. The acting is so good. And then the music I mean how can you not love the Hunger Games theme playing in the background mm-hmm. it's like that's gonna get your emotions going no matter what Absolutely. and then pulling down the flag I love the reaction from the audience Lucky's disbelief almost when he's saying he just tore down the flag and then the reaction from the capital students I love and then seeing him pick up the kids. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And carry them under the beam and like laying them down. Ugh, it's just, it hurts to watch, mm-hmm. but
0: I I love it. It's so emotional. That was my, in my top five, almost, it was my number six scene. But like this scene deserves to have its own moment and to have like its own recognition because of how powerful it is. It was incredible However, the part where I get lost is the fact that we kill off Reaper in such a very lame way. I I think his death actually makes me view that scene like less than it could have been. Sad. That's not in the scene though. That's not in the scene. I know. (laughs) I know. But it, it, it just takes away like what could have been something more powerful? Like, it could have connected the two. I think they just really changed his character in the mm-hmm. movie. There's definitely more
1: of a threat in the books. And more mm-hmm. vicious. Like, he was determined to kill people. And in the movie, it's it's not that way. We hardly even see him. He's not much of a presence outside of that scene. And knowing that he wants to protect Dill. So, that's really mm-hmm. his whole mo and the movie is protecting dill and then Don't when you... dill's gone he decides he has to do something
0: yeah because in the book he was the runner up to the games mm-hmm. yeah it's very different
1: i still love it but because it does use old music and it does remind me a lot of Rue's death and I don't feel like it's better than that scene mm-hmm. I I did move it to number two I just couldn't have something that felt like too much of a repeat mm-hmm. even though I love it it's great that's but how I just I couldn't feel. have that be my number one
0: okay my number two is very different my number two is when it's very niche and I talk okay. about it all the time it's it was my number one and now I switched it um it is when lucy gray performs nothing you can take from me at the hob and sees coriolanus there for the first time can't take my charm can't take my humor you
1: can take my change me maybe rearrange me think again if
0: that's your goal i love that performance i love we all know i love rachel we all know i love lucy gray and i love seeing the hob setting i think they did an incredible job of making the hob and it was so different than what i envisioned but i really loved it and then that scene in particular where she's like thinking you're so fine like that part yeah Yeah. I love that I love that part so much it makes me so happy because you see like this pure happiness on her face it makes me so excited it's just it's like one piece of joy I get out of this movie (laughs) well Holly I don't
1: know maybe you're gonna be surprised about this but my number one is the hub what (laughs) oh, oh yeah, my god i i'm so obsessed with that scene it's the best scene in the whole movie you would
0: judge me i literally thought you would judge me so hard yeah you said it was niche and i was like what yeah i thought <laughs> I that you it's would my be favorite. like okay good i'm really glad because i was i have a whole a page of notes just the hob the hob
1: mm-hmm. is the scene no one lay eyes on me again and let me tell you that goes both ways but i am back i sure am back oh is that bottle there for me oh come on y'all you know i gave up drinking when i was 12. i to clear my pipes y'all to clear my pipes it's such a long scene as well like from when the music starts all the way to when sejanus and snow are running out of the hob and they're like smiling and laughing together that whole sequence I'm obsessed with. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the movie. It's such a good time. It's so fun. Like, I love the music. It's almost yes. four minutes long. It's very impressive, I feel like, to have an almost four-minute scene that, like, I'm I'm absolutely loving and obsessed with every second of it. They can do no wrong in that scene. Lucy Gray, when she comes in, she does her little spin. Like, mm-hmm. it's so cute. Her lines in that scene are, I think think my favorite that she says in the whole movie "The i'm back i sure am back like yeah i i love that the it's to clear my pipes clear my pipes (laughs) that's so like it oh my gosh (laughs) i quit drinking when i was 12 like it's so good i love it and then her seeing snow in that scene the way that she looks at him i love him like bopping his head when the music Mm -hmm. is starting like the song is incredible I love the song. It's such a jam. It's such a bop. It's just such a fun scene. And then we get to see Snow defending Lucy Gray. And then her little ad lib in that moment where she's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get a snake and I'm going to shove it right up your <laughs> It's so good. That. And then we get to see like Dario defending Lucy Gray. Yeah. It's so
0: good. And we I'm end so that excited. scene. We
1: end that scene with Snow and Sejanus. Leaving the hob, and they're both laughing and happy, and it's the last time. So,
0: it's the last. It's all downhill from your there. smile. You went. You were like, yeah, 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 and it's the last time. After the hob, I like really. After my favorite
1: scene in part three, it's like such a it's downhill downward spiral for it's- for me. It's like I I'm think just, it's downhill. I could turn the movie off after that scene, honestly. Because I don't have any really favorite scenes until the very, very, very end of the movie. The one funny thing in that scene that I kind of like laugh about is just how committed the dancers are in that scene. Like when Billy Toad comes in and there's like the ruckus in the middle, you can still see the extras like committed to like oh their dancing parts even though there's ruckus happening
0: around them it's funny Oh right, yeah my number one I don't know if you're gonna guess it do you think you have an idea um, of what it is um I think your
1: number one could be pure is the driven snow or no <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I should have written down like a list
0: yeah we should have guessed each other's <laughs> is it a Lucy Gray scene mm-hmm Oh my god, all my scenes are Lucy Grease. It's not the Reaper. <laughs> are they? I just realized that. <laughs> I did do that on purpose. Oh no. If I thought
1: about it, I could come up with it, but I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Okay, my favorite scene
0: is the Katniss root comment. Did <sighs> you two just pick this? Yep. Thank you. Well, it's a little early yet, Maud Avery no early for what
1: To eat the roots pretty little thing but it's determined some people call it swamp potato
0: but i think katniss has a much nicer ring don't you i think that that is so everything okay let's start with the whole comment where she says it's pretty little thing but it's determined and then they play katniss from catching fire the the song Katniss Mm -hmm. and that is just pure beauty when that song came on in the theater the first time I saw it I got full body chills like they were playing Katniss that was a personal shout out I noticed it until
1: maybe the second or third time then it then it really stood out but Mm -hmm. there's just there's so much to
0: pay attention to the first time you're seeing a movie but yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just love the whole conversation about trust. I think it's so important, like Coriolanus and Lucy Gray talk about, like, without trust, you might as well be dead to me is what Lucy Gray says. And that's the whole point. As this Katniss song is playing, this Katniss song makes it super ominous. And makes this whole scene and this interaction between Corio and Lucy Gray, you know something bad is going to happen to them. And you know that this trust is going to unravel. And it was just so, so amazing. And little Maud Ivory, like, is the Katniss plant ready yet? No? I do love that line. It's so good. I wish they kept in my
1: favorite line about trust, though, from the book. It's one of my favorite book lines where she says, I love all sorts of things I can't trust, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> did, did that scene make an honorable mention? Or was that not even an honorable no. mention? Okay. I kind of don't like it, to be honest. Really? Oh my mm. gosh. I, I like it. it in theory. I love but... it. And I after I saw it, Gabby was the one who came up to me and was like, bringing up this whole idea of like Katniss and like the revolution and blah 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 and I was like oh duh like it didn't connect with me the first
1: time. Yeah it's not her time yet and I love that they inserted that music. I think it just comes down to like me not feeling the snowbeard connection in the movie very Mm. much and that kind of like going downhill for me. So that scene I don't know exactly what it is I like epic scenes okay like I I feel like that's probably been pretty established scenes that have funny lines or a lot of music influence I mean there is that music in that scene but I don't know. It's the epic scenes that stand out to me the most that are always going to be on my short list.
0: Which brings us to, shall we go over our honorable mentions? I have so many. I only have a few. I already went over the Reaper flag scene, the Dean introducing the Reaping. A mini moment that I have to say almost made my top five, but I had to say was not a scene. It's just a moment, really, is Choreo in the Capitol. That's first on my list! Yeah, da, Choreo in the Capitol. I just so love that good. music.
1: And I love we're in the capital mm-hmm. We get to see parts of it. Choreo walking to graduation. So yeah. There's such in the
0: capital. purpose, such purpose in that man's walk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love it love, like don't you just listen to that song while you're like on like a walk or something, or like do it like when you have to do something important. Like if you're going to like a meeting or something, like listen to that song. It's like inspiring. I mean, also watching it, I've
1: been to those places, like, where he's walking. I also walked down that same street, like, with the columns and everything in an Academy outfit. So,
0: I just, yeah, I love it. You were Coriolina Snow for a moment. Thank you. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We got to go when we go to London. Hop over Mm -hmm. to Germany, too. You can see all the cool filming locations. It's pretty epic. I would suggest anybody, if you're in Germany definitely or anywhere around Germany pop over and the filming locations are so cool okay one honorable mention that kind of hurt me to not put on my top five was the bombing that is
0: nowhere near any of my top five keep that away from me
1: I think there are two scenes the bombing and also this is this is way more niche But when Corio is shoving the handkerchief into the snake tank, I love how those (laughs) scenes feel. I felt them the most in the theater, especially the wind, the chairs, the auditorium was just shaking. But that scene, you feel suspense in that moment.
0: I think for me, it's hard
1: because I don't like loud scenes. Oh my gosh, I do. I'm like, crank it up. <laughs> oh,
0: I can't the louder do it. The better. <laughs> it's too overwhelming for I me. I want my whole body to shake. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just like, I just, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. That's when I go to the bathroom
1: no uh, but the bombing scene it's one that i didn't like the first time that i saw it but all the other times that i saw it i i really liked it the music is great seeing marcus running and lucy gray choose to help choreo instead i don't know i love it that's a that's a snowbared moment for me
0: that i really feel (laughs) the the cringy like help me i'm the one who said that first (laughs) I and
1: it's in it's my so head cringy. Emily. it's so cringy it's I, I wish that head. was
0: different <laughs> oh my god the first time I saw that like so when we first saw Ballad we were seeing it in IMAX and we were like very close to the front row like I'd say we were like maybe 10 to 15 rows back like we were pretty close in an IMAX auditorium wasn't that but I've had worse but no yeah we were close we were close and so seeing it for the first time I was like is this where the movie fails that's what I asked myself is this where it fails what (laughs) yeah I just couldn't I'm sorry I can't. No, I I get it though. And then felt the first
1: time. Yeah. But the second time I saw it, I was good. I'm glad
0: you got rid of that ick.
1: It is kind of funny. Like, I don't know, the slow mo of her when it looks up at her and she's just like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then the, it's Barbie. (laughs) I don't know. I I Uh. like it. I love, I don't know, maybe I pay more attention to sounds Mm -hmm. that just triggers like something good for me because I love that transition of her saying, you know don't let me die in here and then boom like the bombs start going off Mm -hmm. another random like sound thing that i really love is when jessup dies he falls then it switches back to the capital audience watching and they're like making noise and then the shift from the auditorium back into the arena and it's like dead silent and i don't know i just love that like Mm, sound okay difference that's a really cool little moment things that just have to be honorable mentions
0: yeah I think like another little mention I have is the title cards for the part one part two and part three Mm. I when that first came up on the screen I remember turning to you and being like oh my god
1: yeah when when that first came up part one I was just like best Hunger Games movie of all time (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) I I don't necessarily
1: agree with that from a general cinematic perspective anymore Mm -hmm. but as a fan I absolutely love the part one part two part three it's so cool I got chills I kind of think it was like a fan thing to do it was a fan thing I feel but also to kind of let you know where you're at part three is starting and that there's a whole nother part coming
0: your way but i'm not sure how effective it was going to different showings like the amount of showings we went to it was always a different experience to get to part three you kind of feel like this you can hear people sighing in the theater you can feel the exhaustion
1: and i feel like maybe it does gauge people's expectations but then it also sets them up to be exhausted as well Mm-hmm. so i don't it's know it's just a long movie what are you three is now? just it's definitely a transition and they couldn't
0: change it so it is what it is my final honorable mention i have is a sejanus scene oh. is sejanus and corio when they're having that lunch scene where mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like what are you trying to fatten that girl up <laughs> So you, can bad start some, so you can start placing bets. i love that Should do part. something about it he's just so he's so angsty teen and i love it so much like go sejanus and i know we're disappointed in how sejanus and coriolanus's relationship was in the movie like it didn't have that full friendship that we wanted but I think that that was the one scene where you can kind of see them playing off each other a little bit, even though yeah, they have different beliefs. Yeah, I think
1: that's definitely a scene that causes Sejanus to connect with Snow and feel like he can trust him and like maybe they're on similar sides. I have a lot of things like I also loved, um, I hate saying it like that, but I loved when Sol gets stabbed from behind like going through the door no i hate that part but it's so it's kind of like you were talking about with the start of the games like it feels so much more brutal than Mm -hmm. any of the other movies and like it's hard for me to watch and Mm -hmm. i feel like there aren't a lot of things throughout the movies that are like genuinely hard for me to watch Yeah. I mean, that's just me. I agree with you. It feels more like the books actually are when you're reading them. Something about the scream, something about the stab sounds, something about just her not even seeing that
0: it's coming. It's awful and it's really good. I know that it's the sound, like they don't show anything, but I almost don't know how they got away with that for a PG-13 movie because it's so gruesome. And yeah. People talk about how when you watch a horror movie, it's one thing to show it because your brain can conceptualize that it's fake. It's not real. But a lot of times it's scarier for people to watch movies that only have auditory indications that something's happening. So if you like hear somebody getting killed off screen, like it's your imagination that really plays into that fear factor. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not how they rate movies though
1: I feel like it's really more about I mean I'm just speaking off the cuff here like I don't actually know but because like they took out the blood in scenes so I I feel like there's got to be the rating has to do with what you're actually seeing so maybe that's why they got away with it scary as heck to me yeah same (laughs) I also love when Lamina goes up on the beam and It's the mercy killing of Marcus. Mm. It's another like sound thing that I really like. She kills him and he falls and then it switches back to her face on the screen. And you start hearing the tick, tick, tick of the sponsors going up for Mm -hmm. Lamina. I just
0: really like that for some reason. Yeah, I just love when you said the beam. I just love watch the beam. But yeah, Lamina, she slayed. Honestly, shout out.
1: She's so good. I don't know how mm-hmm. I haven't said like I think she might be my favorite character in the movie after Snow. Snow is like the main character. Tom, he's so good, but Lamina, she's so good. Mm-hmm. She's so good. The scenes of her crying and then her makeup, how it's like dirty, but you can see like the
0: the tears. It's so that good. I love really every scene good. that she's in. Agreed. Absolutely agreed.
1: The one. Scene that was number six on my list that I couldn't par it down to five was the mentor and tribute interview prep. I really like scenes like that that are short, but they like give you a lot of information on different characters, which is like why I like montages, I guess. But I like that we got to see the relationship so quickly between multiple pairs of the tributes and mentors, and they all did such a good job. I love. Lamina in that scene. Pup is like Lamina, like I want you to win. And she just starts crying. Mm-hmm. And then Festus and Coral, where he's like, we gotta make you more marketable.
0: <laughs> and then
1: the scene with Clemmy and Reaper, where he does the the jump at her and it's her genuine reaction, being scared, because she didn't know he was gonna do that. It's more yeah. of the other tributes and mentors than Snow and Lucy Gray.
0: I agree. I think that that was a really cool like, character development part that we got to see, because I love to see more focus on the other side tributes as
1: well. In part three, I mean, I also love the scene between Lucy Gray and Corio when she asks who's the third. That's a really good moment, I think. And it's so like the book. It's just that scene. Come to life. It's so good. And then when he grabs her, her chin. Dun dun,
0: dun. So good.
1: So that's good.
0: Well, I feel like we pretty much went through the whole movie at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love the whole did. movie. You know, we didn't really talk
1: about Lucky. I mean, the thing with him is that he just has so many one-liners that are so it's good. Just moments, yeah. So like he might make a scene, but like I, I'm not gonna pick a scene just because he says one funny line that I love. But he makes a lot of that movie.
0: Yeah, I think without him, the general audience would have been really not as having a fun of a time.
1: Would any of these top five scenes of yours make it onto like your top five scenes of all the movies? Or a top 10 of all the movies? Yeah, would yours? Yeah, I think so. Like I I was kind of surprised because I tried to quickly put together like a top 10 list thinking about my favorites from the other films definitely the hob would make it onto like a top 10 list mm-hmm. maybe even top five for me the other two i'm i I'm not totally sure especially because i know i would pick like the district 11 riot over reaper and the flag definitely the hob <laughs> i
0: don't know about the but others that- but I think my top two would make it. The Katniss Root and The Hob. I think that would be fair for all of them because there are five movies. So two scenes for I think it
1: kind of explains too why I'm putting Ballad, thinking through my favorite scenes in all of the movies, why I would put Ballad as second to last in how I rank the films. Because I don't think I would put anything for Mockingjay Part 2 in my like top five or six favorite scenes so it's at the bottom for me and I know at least I would put the hob in there so that's why I like rank it above it Mm -hmm. but my other top scenes are all from the other films I don't know I'm pretty settled on how I'm ordering ballad I think I think
0: ballad's my favorite movie I'm still on that I'm still (laughs) on that bandwagon I love ballad I like ballad too but I think it's just I don't know it's easier for me to watch maybe it's just like this period of my life maybe it'll change but as of right now it's ballad catching fire hunger games walking J part one walking jay part two I definitely think it's easier for me to watch like
1: sit down and just play mm-hmm. yeah but I agreed. don't know that that means it's my favorite it's my new comfort movie it's definitely the most comfort movie one of the series I think I think. Mm -hmm. I also love Catching Fire, so I feel like everybody should, after watching this episode, just go watch the Hob
0: scene a million times. Agreed. I'm going to go do that. Everyone, go watch your favorite scenes and share with us what they are. You can totally do that through our social media. You can find us at End of the Arena Podcast pretty much anywhere. Wherever you're listening, respond and join us for tribute talk we'll be posting announcements about when that will be so stay tuned for that and we're doing episodes once a month so stay tuned for our schedule um we will be posting that on our social media we will see you next time for our next episode see ya